Happy birthday, Jan. Hey, happy birthday, Thank Jan. You, bro. Welcome, one and all, to another episode of The Angry Barista. I am your host, Ooh. Jan II. With me today is probably my hardest working contemporary in the music <laughs> game, if not the hardest working musician I know, but I'm going to let him introduce himself. What's up? I'm Haji Gaviota. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's go. I've been meaning to do this Haji episode for a minute. Um, me and Haji go way back. I've seen Mr. Haji go from uh, album one, right? We we worked on album one yeah, together. Yeah. You want to call it even before that? Honestly. Even before that. I think was, actually before that would be yeah. before album one. We were working together. So I mean, it's been a minute. I've seen him grow. I've seen him get uh, a team of not only mad talented musicians that he plays with and everything, but also just like. Harajuku, first of all, <laughs> bro. But before we get into all that, I, I do want to get into our history and like just the fact that we've known each other for a while now, and like since the inception of of my modern like music career, whatever you you would like to call that at this point. I do want to touch on the fact that you just got vaccinated. Thank you, man. Right here, big big right arm. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Damn. I'm I'm all vaccinated. Two vaccines in. Did you grow your third arm yet? Um, yeah, I, I, I chopped it off beforehand. It's, it's, actually, it's wrestling behind. You just can't see it from the camera angles. Fuck. So, yeah. so Mark got microchipped so he could be, he could be out here not spreading COVID anymore. Yes, sir. I've been thinking about spreading it. Did you get any adverse reactions when you took it? <laughs> you said I've been thinking about spreading it. Like, I you meant, like, you just, like <laughs> That's not what I've just been like really thinking about going out and doing it. I've um, been thinking, of, thinking about going out and spreading so that. Both times. I did something really exhausting the next day or the same day mm -hmm. and then felt like shit the next day. But I don't know if it was because of the COVID vaccine or just because. So I went and had two sessions the day after my vaccine. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, damn, my voice is scratchy. And then I was like, well, I also just had two sessions. So that might be why my voice is scratchy. Right. Then the second vaccine, I went out and got really drunk with my friends because I was excited. <laughs> and then <laughs> the next day I had a terrible hangover. And was it the vaccine? Was it the alcohol? Probably the latter, but who knows? But was I feel great. Aliens? And it's been just about a week. So, Oh, shit. Uh, my um, Emily's mom, my fiance's mom, for everybody who's watching who doesn't know, um, she got the vaccine too. And at, the first shot, she was fine. Like she didn't notice anything. After yeah. the second round, she said like the whole next day, the whole 24 hours for the day after, she was just... You feel like shit. Bro, she yeah, was tapped out, bro. Yeah, yeah I've, heard, I've heard that from a lot of people too. Um, I, was, I was definitely down pretty bad, but I, it, it was an alcohol hangover as far as I could tell. Or it was very similar. I don't know. Nah, we're, we're young as shit, so like, I feel like we, even if we have any type of adverse reaction, as long as we're not in that like, group of people where it's like, either too overweight or like, pre-existing health conditions, like, I feel yeah. like we're fine if we, if we take that vaccine. That being said, I might just wait until they perfect that one dose vaccine. That shit dropped. It dropped, but it's 66% effective. I thought it was better than that. Really? No, it's like 60, 66, some, okay. some bullshit. I mean, when you just avoid COVID, the percentile is higher. You know what I mean? Like, you, you just avoid it, <laughs> and you got the vaccine. Like, That's what I'm saying. Yo, and shout out real quick. I have to, I have to interject real quick. Shout out to Edin. Edin behind the, the producer chair real quick. Uh, shout out to What The Fuck Media Studios, Ooh. WTF. Um, we're here in the seats of the greats. I wanted to take uh, Charlemagne's spot on the couch, but you know what? It's not happening, and that's fine. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's what it is now. People are coming in here to be like, I sat where Charlemagne sat. I sat I'm where he to, sat. I'm going to have to ask you some uncomfortable questions about your dick. So yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's fucking is that, go. Is that really your meat? It is. <laughs> it's out here, bro. I'm going to get a, a chocolate uh, ass mold, too, like, like they had on fucking Hot 97. Oh my Yo, God. so speaking about these COVID vaccines, mm. I love, and we already touched, I touched on a little bit of the conspiracy theories, but I love all these conspiracy theories regarding the vaccine and just like stuff around COVID. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Do you have any favorite conspiracy theories? And they don't have to be about COVID or revolving this vaccine or anything, but like just that you've heard in the past year. With just everybody conspiracy being. theories in general? Could be, yeah. Um, hmm. Think about this. I mean, they're fun. I definitely get a kick out of it. I like the one that's this is not really a conspiracy theory, but the one that says all the characters on Ed, Ed and Eddie are actually in purgatory <laughs> and they're all dead. Oh, shit. and that they're all from like different eras of time. And it's like some like really dark like backstory. It's like on like Reddit and shit. God, I like that one. I think I fuck with that one the most. Fuck. Wait, wasn't there a similar one for for Rugrats? Yes. I think so. Yeah, I don't I don't know the details of but that. One, but there, that one was like more fucked up. It's more like <laughs> babies that just didn't make it. Yeah. Oh. So that's why, like, let's say I forgot. I forgot. It's like Phil and Lil. 
Mm, but it's like yeah. Lil didn't make it. So Damn. that's why there's two of them. What did they say that it was all like it was all Angelica's dream? Like she like, like that, yeah. she went crazy and like the babies are just like her like hallucinating. It's right. probably like, just like the same sick fuck who wrote the Ed Ed Nettie one wrote that yeah. one too. I was oh, like, dear. oh, I'm just gonna think of the worst <laughs> possible scenarios for this. How about Squidward Suicide? Have you heard of Squidward Suicide since we're on these? <laughs> yes, sir. No. Definitely heard about that one. Oh, do, do you know the details? These are all like creepypasta stuff. These yeah. are creepypastas. Yeah. I love I love that we I asked about conspiracy theories and now we're on the creepypasta. Because it's like close enough. Yeah, that's that more one is like bag. Yeah, it's like it's like an episode <laughs> that might have aired and might have never aired, but it's a video that exists somewhere or mm. doesn't exist. They don't know which one, which one is the real video. Mm. So, <laughs> so like, might exist like Walt Disney's head in the basement of uh, of Disney Studios. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's definitely he was like, "I'm gonna steal Nickelodeon soon." Dang. <laughs> Do you think if they revived him, he would still be anti-Semitic? Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't think that just like I don't, I don't think, think it changes. Like, after you don't really you come like back freeze that away. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I, like it's not like freezer burn. You, you don't can't go to, like cryotherapy <laughs> to like stop being racist. You like, <laughs> lie down and just like. <laughs> Yo, send every single racist person you know to Wim Hof right. so they can take a, a fucking ice bath. That would be fucking crazy. But, um, Lagoon, d- like Gucci Mane. <laughs> come back, like, just peaceful. Next uh, next guest I'm going to have on is Gucci Mane, actually. I'm glad you brought that up. Nice. Fire. The real one or, or the clone? The clone. Wait, th- is that a real conspiracy <laughs> that's, theory, That's too? a funny conspiracy theory. I don't believe that one, but people said because he came out of jail and, like, changed his life and, like, was all, mm. like, in shape and, like, eating vegan or whatever he was doing. He looks absolutely different. Yeah. Like, yeah, but that's also, di- like, what all those things would do to you. Mm. He looks um, different in the face, doesn't he? A little bit. But that's what happens when you lose weight. Hmm. I've know? known quite a few people who have lost weight. Are you pulling this up for us right now? Yeah, you, you purchased producer for a reason. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Welcome to your premiums. That's oh, the same my dude. God. Like he just got brolic. Like he went to jail and was like, I'm gonna turn my life around. Bro, that's not the same motherfucker, I promise you. That's that's a clone <laughs> right there. That's the same thing they did to Eminem after uh after he stopped doing drugs. It was either he was really dedicated or he got some like lipo or some shit he might have just gotten yeah he might have done the dr miami route yeah that's definitely possible i believe that Mm. but that being said like it's probably the same human Mm. (laughs) yo i mean probably (laughs) speaking of clones there's what's the other famous person clone that's uh that's been floated around that like oh this person's not the same person anymore there's a few of them right Hmm. eminem was one um Paul McCartney? That's an OG one, though. They yeah, didn't have the technology for that shit back then. No. I mean, if they did come up with uh, with There's Coney. that song where if you reverse it, it says, I buried Paul. Ooh. They, did, they weren't there. Yo, if you fuck with conspiracy theories, you should probably beat the Beatles one. Yo, can you pull that up? Can, uh, can you just Google, uh, uh, I buried Paul? There was some, uh, there was some deep cut Beatles conspiracy theories. That was like the OG, like, oh, band. Strawberry Fields. Do you remember? Strawberry Fields is the song that it's on? Yeah. It's at the end. God damn. Yeah. I don't know what it really sounds like, but... Yeah, that's like a whole, uh, that's like, I don't know if it's reversed or it's just in the background or what the deal is. But. How about uh, Stairway to Heaven? You remember that? Like you reverse Stairway to Heaven somewhere and there's like a 666 or like I am the oh. devil or something in there. Everything sounds evil when you reverse it for the most part, unless you pitch it up and then it sounds like a soul sample or like Drake's about to rap. Actually. Yeah. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> oh yeah. Play that, bro. Cranberry sauce or I buried Paul? Oh, he has. He's taking out the whole thing. Yeah, skip it. Skip. Skip into it a little bit. Wait. He didn't have to show us the whole. Yeah, he didn't have to pull it out the shit. Oh, I hear. It. Yeah, I need to hear that one more time. Did we miss it? He does it a couple speeds, I think. I love the transitions. Oh yeah, he said I buried Paul. Yeah, that that is probably what he said. That's exactly what he said. That was I thought it was gonna be way like crazier than that. (laughs) I thought it was gonna be like like crazy, crazy. Dude, I'm that kind of stuff scares the shit out. I don't know why. Like I watch true crime and shit all the time. Like I feel like real life is like a little bit uh, real life is a little scarier than true crime. Like I could watch some shit about like triple homicide and like this dude goes uh running for like twenty years and I feel like that's less scary than turning on the news or, or turning on notifications for the citizen app. Right. I feel that shit. I feel that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, although I think f- things have been a little less hot in, in our neighborhood lately. Things have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. For a second there, like all, all up and down Steinway before you get to, to Astoria Boulevard, like yeah. north of, of Astoria Boulevard, it's popping. It's popping. Somebody getting robbed every other day. I, I got robbed in like April. What? I, so like I live in like, I live like in the house that I grew up in right now. I live in the basement. My mom and like my stepdad and my little brother live like the floor above me and the floor above that. 
And so, but my old bedroom that I grew up in, which is the top floor, I turned into a music studio. Mm. So like I have like all my recording shit up there. And so I was up there like maybe 10 p.m. This is like right in the heat of the quarantine, right? And I like went downstairs and like, I just like see somebody in my kitchen and I just think it's like my stepdad or something, right? Yo. And I'm like, he's, oh. he's hurrying out. So I'm like, oh, that's not my stepdad. You know what I mean? Like he's, in, he's on a, he's on a tear. So I catch him at the door and he's just like, yo, can I use the bathroom? What? And I was like, what? No, get the fuck out of here. And he just took off. And I looked around my, my apartment and it took me a second to realize what was, what was missing. And it was my Nintendo Switch. And this motherfucker Damn. climbed Damn. in through my window, which is on the like a ground floor window, which I didn't even realize that a human could could fit through, you know, because I never really thought about anybody climbing through. And I used to leave it open all the time. It's not open anymore, in case anybody was <laughs> planning. Nobody um, tried to nobody tried to rob yeah. it. Don't think about it. it. He walked past so much more like valuable shit and just like took my Nintendo Switch because he saw it from the window. But yeah, I got robbed. It was funny because it was right in the heat of quarantine. So like my first reaction was to be like, yo, I need to like like Oh, we we got a little interruption here. Ooh, ooh. We good? Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, no, I wasn't. Um, but it was like my first reaction was to like wipe down like the doorknobs and shit. And <laughs> then I COVID. Because of COVID. This That's fair. motherfucker was just walking around. It was April, bro. Shit was hot. You don't yeah. steal my stuff and give me COVID. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this motherfucker, he smelled like my room smelled like cigarettes because he just like walked in there and just like stood there for a hot minute, I guess. Wait, he climbed into your room? <laughs> he climbed well, cause my bedroom was like it's on the first ground floor. floor. Yeah, it's like basement kind of, but it's like you you can walk in through the ground floor. Yikes. And um yeah. So at first I thought he walked I I, I I thought that he left my door unlocked or like I came in like that way. Mm. But no, nah, he just climbing through my window so what did he miss he what missed like he... my laptop like jewelry like damn like airpods like a tv like a fucking ps4 back then now it's a ps5 so he should try me again <laughs> um, <laughs> try me again I upgraded. he didn't take the charger he didn't take like the games like it was he was obviously like in a hurry yeah yeah, what? I don't you know. probably caught him like maybe ten seconds into him. Yeah, he must not have been there very long. Yeah, yeah, Dang. I don't really know. Lucky as fuck though, yeah, bro. For real. And yeah. like, imagine it was somebody who like really didn't have nothing to lose though, and he did, he wasn't gonna leave. Nah, yeah, he was on the way out. It was all good. Yeah. yeah, it was generally like a pretty safe situation. What was your next step if he didn't leave? Um, if he didn't leave, I'm sure you've thought about this a thousand times. Oh, I love that question. Well, he was you. bigger than me, honestly. So, so you were like. Yeah, I mean, I got I got heart and stuff. I guess. I'm not really much <laughs> yeah. are, are you scrappy? I like to I think I'm scrappy. I don't know yeah. how that would have gone, honestly. He didn't seem like a very threatening guy. <laughs> he was kind of aimless. He was like, I don't know. He just seemed like he was kind of out of it. Maybe he, he just really like had a beef, like a really bad uh, Super Smash Brothers beef that he had to settle. That's why he stole the. I really hope right. that he kept taking care of my Animal Crossing Island, or that shit is like Lord oh, of the Flies now. God. It's like motherfuckers eating each other and stuff. I was gonna ask you what games you had in there. Yeah, though. well, I caught another one. Oh, the worst part was that it was like switches were sold out. Mm. There's no way he knew that, but like you couldn't get another switch for a hot minute. I had to buy mine on eBay, like Yeesh. and. I had to like start my Animal Crossing Island over. I had like a full Pokédex. They don't uh, say that shit to the cloud. Yeah, I was no. gonna ask that. Yeah, they don't no. say it to the cloud. I, oh. I thought they would, but no. Nah, I actually recently just started playing Pokemon Sword again, so I could like complete it. Nice. Um, I needed a little time off before I could like do all that work again. <laughs> Jesus, but um, I'm glad you're okay, bro. Yeah, yeah bro. it was all good. I'm glad you're okay. I'm, I'm still to this day. I feel like I've never been in a situation like that, and yeah. I'm thankful. Dang. Word. I'm really yeah. thankful. Knock on wood. Okay, where's the closest? Is this wood? No. The wood in front of you is wood. Oh. Right. Yeah, you got, <laughs> See? Yo, I'm getting new glasses. Don't judge me. Oh, <laughs> I feel like um, Astoria is like reasonably not hot. Yeah. It, so it's cool. Yeah, I, I only got jumped once when I was in high school. I didn't even get jumped. They just tried to, to rob me and they were really bad at it. And I had my skateboard <laughs> and I just skateboarded away. Jesus. I was like, that was a really poor attempt at robbing me. <laughs> like, I was like, y'all could have robbed me so easily. I just don't be going out anymore. I really don't. I don't go out at all, bro. Like, I mean, let's let's circle back around since we were just talking about getting robbed. Let's circle yeah. back around to uh, uh, conspiracy theories because I feel like. Fair. I feel like the science community is getting robbed right now with uh, with uh, this resurgence of the flat earth community and the moon yeah. landing being faked and shit. Again? And, yo, again. I feel like every 
let's say every uh, hundred years or whatever, the flat earthers come out of their uh, their flat cave, their two dimensional <laughs> cave, and they start some shit all over again, bro. And they start throwing flats everywhere. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know where you guys it's stand. Like crab walk out of the cave because they're like two D <laughs> characters. Yeah. Have you ever seen the episode of SpongeBob with Doodle Bob? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's exactly like He's that. He's technically flat. Bro, that's why. That's where it came from. I think every hundred years, they come out of their cave and they start shit because, I mean, I don't know, bro. Like, I personally am a big space guy. I love space. If I wasn't a musician or if I wasn't born into the body of a musician, because I do feel like we're like, the lot of us are born with like the, the affinity for music. Like, Yeah, I would say so. I would yeah. say so too. And most musicians are born with that affinity. Some more than others, whatever, like those Juilliard fucking uh, uh, child prodigies. Fuck y'all. But <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I'm, I'm angry. This is why I call it the angry barista. Cause I'm fucking tight, bro. Yeah. Um, I'm personally offended because I love space. I, if I wasn't a musician, I would definitely be an astrophysicist. And if I come into a large percentage or, or a large quantity of money later on in life, I'm super going back to school for physics. Mm. Super. I, I can't promise you I'm going to pass. That'd be fun though. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool. That's like a cool thing to study on the side. Yeah, I fuck with space. Space is lit. Space. But I mean, let's let's give let's play devil's advocate here a little bit, right? How likely do you think it is that they faked the moon landing? I know they didn't, but like, if we're if we were to be if we were to give them a little bit of like, all right, like whatever, like I see how this could look yeah. a little bit fake. Well, like I think my thing with a lot of conspiracy theories is it's like, why would they do that? Hmm. They would do the fake moon landing. That made a lot of sense. So like, they do kind of have like a motive hmm. to do it, which makes me be like, mm, yeah, <laughs> but. I think there's enough evidence that they did. Mm -hmm. And the biggest problem with faking the moon landing, and I haven't read a lot of this, but like somebody would have snitched right. yeah. a long time ago if they did yeah. that. A Appar long time ago. Apparently, there are unsubstantiated <laughs> snitches. There are people who said, oh, hey, like I was around when they were like building the set for the moon, the moon landing or whatever. But like people who don't really have credentials or who they yeah. can't verify. Well, also, like, People might have been building a set for the moon landing because mm -hmm. when the moon landing was happening, there were TV shows that wanted to show a moon landing. That's so it makes a lot of sense that there would be a set for a moon landing. So that's not going to be enough for me, honestly. Um, yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to buy that one. I do think that's a fun one, though. Mm -hmm. Like and like it's kind of funny to think about. And of course they would do that. Like of course they would fake yeah. the moon landing. It was easier to cheat back then than now though. Facts. Like way literally? easier. Yeah. yeah. But you have you seen the there's like 60 millimeter footage of uh or might be 40 millimeter footage of stuff on the moon. Yeah. Bro, That's can you true. can you pull up uh pull up like Lunar Grand Prix? Lunar Grand Prix. Lunar Grand Prix is them driving uh, one of their like man-controlled like rovers on the moon. You you probably might have seen it, but they did like a digital remaster on this shit in 4K, mm, yeah, and they stabilized the image so just the frame moves around. Crazy, absolutely nuts. Okay. That makes me want to go back to the moon. Apparently, we're going back to the moon 2024. Let's go. I'm going, bro. I don't give a fuck. I'm studying. <laughs> I'm getting my bachelor's in a physical science. I'm fucking going to the moon. Dude, I, res I would respect it if you did. Um, I think, like, I'm not really done with Earth. Bro, what kind of <laughs> set could look like this? Yo, right? <laughs> that would I'm, be a lot of work. I'm not buying it. You saw what TV shows look like in the 70s, yep. bro? Like, that, I'm not buying that. That's real. Bro, and it bounces around, too. Like, it hits, like, little craters, little bumps on the ground, and it's like... That's sick as fuck. Right? This is a little freaky. You seen this before? No. Crazy. I'm not. I think there's, I'm not done like checking out Earth, hmm. feel me? Hmm. But um, I do think this is kind of cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd ideally like to do the first concert in space. I feel like somebody's going to beat me to it, but I, I would ideally like to do the first like musical performance live streamed from like fucking low orbit or like yeah. the moon or something. <laughs> I don't some know how shit. the audio works out there. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, it would take a while. It would yeah. take a while. As long as you have a pressurized environment with air and like shit that you could breathe. Like you need yeah. a dome. Yeah, you know how long it takes them to get uh, footage and shit from Mars? Because they put fucking 4K cameras on that Perseverance bitch. Um, I weeks. 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 Days to weeks. If they want a short video clip of shit going around just like immediately around the rover, like two weeks. That's crazy. Almost. It's pretty crazy that they could even get it. To get it, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, and then there's yeah. going to be a period of like, 
I don't know how many months, but let's just say two to four months where they just straight up won't have any communication with the rover at all because the sun is going to be t- uh, be between us and Mars. Because the rover is working on itself yeah. and it needs a little time. It needs a little time. <laughs> it's, like, it's listening to some Frank Ocean records. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm you're not going to hear, you know, dropping off social media. You're not going to hear from me for a minute. I'm working on myself. <laughs> deleting, <laughs> deleting this account. Real ones will know. Yeah. Hit me at my phone number if you really know me. All you social media followers are fake. You don't know you don't know shit about me. If you really know me, you know where to find me at. Yo, you know where to fucking find me at. Speaking of, yo, I love these natural segues that are occurring in the conversation right now because you're leading me directly through every single point that I want to get through today. Um, speaking of those ones, those real ones that uh, that know me, you now have Mr. Haji has a team of people like kind of around that you work with. In a collaborative way, I mean, like, there's Mike who's producing for My, you. Yeah, you you called me the hardest working musician, and Mike is definitely a harder working musician than me. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm gonna take it. But he's not like he's just starting to debut his own musical stuff right now. Definitely. So like, I would say like it, when I say musician, I mean more artists, and I mean like more people like us. And like yeah. Mike is like a a different animal and the same breed at the same time, like Facts. that Kobe commercial. <laughs> R.I.P. Yo, I love that commercial. Do you guys remember that commercial with Kanye and uh and tri- was it yeah. the triangle system or whatever? I think. What yeah. the fuck does that mean? The Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a classic. I remember that shit. Amazing. But I, what I was getting to here is there's a lot of stuff that we've had to do for ourselves musically. And then there's a lot of stuff that when you have a team of people to collaborate with, sometimes you're able to like dispatch kind of responsibilities. What's something that you used to do on your own for Haji for like any musical project really that you're glad you have help with now? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I don't know if my role has changed a ton. It's more like I can do things that I wasn't doing before, mm. you know, that I, and I can get other people to help me with that. Cause at the end of the day, my process is pretty much the same. It's like, I write my parts in the studio or I go to the studio and I record them and then someone engineers them and then I put them out and I do all the marketing shit um and so like it's really more just like that mike has gotten better at all that stuff Mm. and he was already good but Mm. like he gets better as i get better which is a great part and then just knowing other great musicians means that i can like add things to the stuff you know that i wasn't adding before you know like i'm blessed to know so many like fire people i could hit up and be like yo can i get some crazy piano on this or some crazy guitar on this and they would just be able to do it or like a feature or you know all that kind of stuff um but yeah i'd say that's like I don't because I feel like my process hasn't changed that much. Mm-hmm. It does make it possible for me to make more of it because knowing so many talented people means like Mike's only got so much time in a week, but like I, I now know other producers that I can work with and like I can be making music almost every day, you know, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, that I feel like that takes a lot. Like when you have people to produce for you, with you, yeah. um, musicians to contribute to projects and stuff, I feel like that alleviates the workload in a way that's insurmountable like it's fun to do everything yourself and that element of control where you're like kind of controlling everything is cool it's kind of intoxicating sometimes but really like that that old saying two heads is better than one and then Mm -hmm. two plus whatever like that it really rings true and i think like you would probably attest to that a lot oh a thousand percent collaboration is key like What's one of the new things that you feel like you you're able to do now because you have more opportunities for collabs more people that you could reach out to I think just make more music, you know, like, because I can, at the end of the day, like, I never want to go into the studio and be like, oh, today's the day I got to make a hit. Today's Mm -hmm. the day I got to go and make a X kind of song, Y kind of song, Z kind of song. Like, because I know I can go back tomorrow and I can go back Wednesday and I can get another at bat making a song this week, I have less pressure to, like, be like, I need to write the next X, Y, Z song. So it's like, because of that, I can allow myself to, like, just kind of do whatever I feel like in, in that day in the studio and not worry. Like I can just get sucked into the creative process and not be like, oh, it could this come out or like, oh, this doesn't sound like X, Y. So I need to like turn around. Whereas in the past, I might have done that mm. just because I, I was on like a way more fixed schedule and I didn't have as much like going at, at that moment. Now it's like I feel like I can give myself the pressure and it's like I don't even have to worry about if anybody has to hear this or not. Mm. I just get to go through the process of making it. Yeah. I can learn something from that and I can apply that and at some point something's going to come out from all that, you know? Yeah. I like just for the context, I like every song that Mark works on cuz I get to hear a lot of these shits like even unfinished. Yeah. Even the ones that he doesn't like, I'd be like, "Yo, that's fire." And he's like, "I don't know. No. I don't know." <laughs> uh. At what point do you tell your friend or a musical friend like, "Okay, this is not doing it." 
Yo, it, it really depends on how serious they are. Yeah. I mean, and what no, they're going for. I like, I look at things like not, I mean, and maybe this is bad, uh, not stylistically in the big picture. I just look at their, like, if they're objectively good, right? So, like, maybe say, like, there's a song that you'll put forward and you're like, I don't really like this. And maybe it's because it stylistically doesn't fit with, like, a, a, a certain body of work that you're working on at yeah. a certain point. Like, Sometimes, I, like in my brain, I'm like, "Oh, that song's fire!" Just like kind of objectively speaking, even if it doesn't fit with another body of working yeah. work, not knowing that that's kind of the point. Like when yeah. you're putting together a project, is to do songs that kind of fit together. Right. Yeah, you know. But damn, that's when is that's a good question that you brought up, Edin. When do you tell? When do you tell your boy that that's not it? That that's not it. Yeah. It really just depends on like what they're going for. Mm. If your homie's just making music for himself and puts it out and like doesn't have a lot of pressure, it's not like, yo, I'm about to drop a thousand dollars on marketing it and all that crazy shit. Like then you're like, yo, just let it rock. You might be like, yo, like I think you could redo like X, Y, or Z, but it's like if they're not trying to like push it to like make it their career, then it's like just give them the space to explore it and stuff. Mm. That being said, if you got homies who are putting shit out and taking it really seriously mm. and they they send you three songs like you could be like, that the first one is not my favorite. I really like the second one or the third mm. one. And like, yo, I'm always, when I say that, like, I'm always like, like, this is just my opinion. Mm. So like, don't take my opinion to be like the holy grail of opinions. Right. Cause mm. like, it is just my opinion. Like somebody else might feel differently. Mm. And like, there are a lot of times when it's like, even with my own music, like I might like a song, not as much as other ones. Mm. And then, but that's the song that everybody else likes more. Yep. And it's like, you just kind of learn how to like figure that out from like people, you know, giving you the feedback and stuff. Um, but yeah, I would say like you just always keep it a hundred with people and and match like your kind of response to how serious they are. Because mm. when it's like they're super, super, super serious, then you can be like, oh, at like 43 seconds, I heard like X, Y, Z and it just sounded yeah. a little funny. But if it's just your homie making shit, be like, yeah, that was dope. Send me another one, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, what are you like, what are you going to do? You know, like just let them rock. Just keep I, making more. I'm scared sometimes because I've, I've, I've had bad experiences without naming any names or name dropping people like specifically, <laughs> because even though like I feel like anybody I mentioned right now, you guys wouldn't know. But yeah, um, I've had bad experiences where I kind of reach out to somebody like who sent me something and I'm like, yo, like I gave them specifics. I'm like, this part is like kind of whatever. And then this part, like you could definitely change. Like it sounds cool, but try this instead. And they didn't at all react the way that I wanted Yeah, them I mean, like a that's out of your hands reaction. Though. Oh yeah. It's like, yeah, well, I think it's good. I like, I have this one friend that I feel like I'm going to describe him in a way that like, he won't get it, but people around him will get it. Right. I have this one friend who thinks he's fire. He just, he's just fire. Like, he's just like, right. you can't tell him shit about a song. Like, he'll put a song together and be like, yo, I put this song together and send it to you. What do you think? And if you say anything besides it's fire, he's like, nah, bro, you're, you're bugging out. This is fire. I mean, I, I, feel like, I, I feel like at that point, like, the criticism surpasses whatever he feels. So mm, like, absolutely. If it makes him feel good, fine, whatever. The, the, the best thing you could do is just... <laughs> Ask if you could give a suggestion. If you can't, then that's fine. Unfortunately, like by the time it hits Spotify, there is no suggestion button. Oh, it's true. the skip button. And right. you can't stop the right. skip button and be like, wait, hold on. This shit is fire. <laughs> like, so it's like you're never going to like if you don't take the feedback at that moment. And like, again, I think it's super important to like know who you're getting feedback from. Mm. I think that's the most important stuff on the other side, not giving feedback, but like receiving feedback on your own music is like I have friends who I expect are going to give me great detailed feedback on songs where I'm rapping more mm -hmm. right. because they're super into hip hop and we can talk about hip hop for hours mm -hmm. and like I'll send them the other stuff mm -hmm. and like they probably won't give me as detailed feedback on it because they're just like, yo, this is fire. Yeah, I don't really don't know it. what your reference is for this. Mm -hmm. So it's I just like it, you know. Yeah. And that's always a good feedback for me, too, because a lot of times, like, especially like as somebody like for me, like I do dance around a bunch of different genres a lot. So it's like if I like send my music out to people who don't necessarily listen to like indie rock, but it's got like an indie rock vibe and they're like, yo, like I don't really fuck with indie rock, but I fuck with this. This is cool. Then I, that's like as good of a stamp of approval as like yeah. the super detailed feedback from the indie rock friend, yeah. you know, and it's just like money. knowing how to like take feedback from different people and, and when to prioritize one person's feedback versus another. It just takes experience of receiving feedback and, and getting used to it, you know? Yeah. Because then there are people who tell you your shit is ass. Mm. And then they're ass. So it's like... <laughs> it's like... What's the standard? You're like... And I don't even mean that in a bad way. It's like they don't... Like they have never demonstrated to you that they have an ear 
for determining what's good or not. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's like they can think your shit is ass. Yeah. You're not making stuff for them because clearly your your idea of what you're making is not aligning with what they want to listen to or what they want to make or what they want to hear or whatever. Yeah. So you don't have to take it personally. It, it's always a little extra hurtful when somebody you like or like somebody who you think has fire music. Yeah. Like, yo, you suck. I'm, I'm always like, oh. Well, you should just <laughs> never tell somebody that they suck. Yo, like, right? like a, you should never do that. Yeah. It's like such a dick move. Like People, I, people have done it. People I'm sure they it. have. Are these like close people to you? <laughs> no, nobody close to me. Exactly. Nobody close to me. <laughs> no, even worse. Yeah. I mean, yo, yeah, like how do you, you don't even know me, bro. Yeah. You don't yeah. even know me, bro. So you could just be like, it's not it. And then, you know, maybe give some like, like constructive criticism. Yeah. I feel like that's the one thing people don't understand to do in that kind of moment is to, yeah, you could tell them there's something wrong. You could also show them how it, how you can make it better. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's the most important thing, giving feedback is be like, yo, what if you tried yeah. XYZ instead of this? You know, I think that's like. That that changes the whole thing because you're also saying the same thing that you would be saying if you were like that ain't it, mm-hmm. but you're not just saying that ain't it. You're giving them like a pathway for it to be yeah. it. You're giving them a new ch- like a chance to try something yeah. new that might improve. I think that's really important when giving feedback and also something that you can like see when you're receiving feedback from people. The people who do that for you more often are the people who you might want to like gravitate towards just getting mm-hmm. feedback from. People who like clearly are like invested in this, you know. Just in case anybody was wondering, Mark is one of those types of people. He gives constructive <laughs> feedback. Cool. I try, yo. I mean, shit. We got to give credit where credit is due. <laughs> yeah. Before I move on to this next uh, line of questioning or, or topic, I guess, yeah, got to give a quick shout out to some of your collaborators, Please. um, Abby and Mr. Jerome. Just yo, they put dropped something today, out. baby. Dead phone, dead phone out now. Dead phone. They got so many in the tuck, man. I don't even know where to start. I love Jerome's. I like. I love his musicality. I love what he does. And then Abby's voice, obviously. Yeah, super fantastic. nice to listen to. You should listen to them, Mr. Eden. Spell that out for me. Dead phone, but it's one word, and the O is a zero instead that of an O. Took the words right out of my mouth. He knows exactly how to tell you how to find that. Bro, just dropped on. today. It's called Relax with You. They have a video coming next week that's incredible. It's uh, with Adam Ginsberg, who shoots pretty much all my videos at this point i was about to hit that adam shout out right now (laughs) because i was going to ask you about videos next i've um i've really started to prioritize them yeah Mm -hmm. that's them them. is this going to be in the podcast too i could put it in yeah oh you're you're beautiful bro yeah definitely shout out them they're the goats Mm, mm. um but yo so haji's done a few videos do you want to talk to us about a couple of the videos i have like some specific video questions no ask me ask me the specific question you want to ask yeah okay all right all right, all right, all right So I just have one specifically right now, and then mm-hmm. the direction of the questioning will, will be dependent on what you say for this. But are Fine. there any specific instances that you can remember shooting any of your videos? I, I rewatched all of them again yesterday. Nice. Um, Every click counts. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are there any specific moments filming that you had that were like crazy or funny or unexpected? Um, there were a couple of them where you did on location, like in Astoria, but then there are a few of them that you did away. Like, yeah. What's the craziest moment you've had in shooting? In shooting a music? music video mm-hmm. um i feel like the runner side one was pretty crazy because like we had like the samurai swords and we were in the woods were we also had a drone running those are real samurai swords yeah adam had them for some reason you know he had two i don't know why I, I was literally in his room and I just like looked at, I was like, oh, we're going to use this, right? Yo, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to lie. There's something about a certain type of dude, like, and dude specifically oh, Mac, that, that like have blades and weapons. Zach has yeah. mad, like now they're he would. fake. Yeah. They're fake. But like, it's like, he has mad of those like movie prop weapons. That's there. fire. That's like a cool like thing to collect. I, I fuck with that. Like, mm-hmm. um, but was that like, what was crazy? What was crazy about runner's high? Well, also, it was, like, January 11th or some shit like that, Jeez. and it was just, like, 65 degrees and sunny. Mm. So it was, like, just an incredible, like, it was 2020, so it was, like, right before the virus hit and shit. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, just, we had, like, the most incredible weather day. Like, I thought it was going to be cold as fuck the whole day. Like, and we just had the best weather for this video. Damn, so, so it was crazy in the way that, like, unexpectedly you guys had, like, the perfect conditions yeah, for the shoot? it was great. Um, I'm trying to think what else I might have run into that was, like, I guess like forty forty nine, I had to jump in the water a couple times. Mm. That was kind of cold, but it's it's cool. It wasn't that ridiculous. Did you guys have any <laughs> hiccups that stopped the process? Oh, you started laughing. You thought of something. Well, I mean, if you want to talk hiccups, like the most recent one, lukewarm, like mm. the whole beach thing. I had just bought my own drone mm. for videos, and I had never used it before. Mm. And I brought it to the beach without the propellers. 
<laughs> which I assumed like would just be like attached to this. Why the fuck yeah. would a drone not just have propellers attached to it? Right. Little did I know they were like in the side of the box that right. I needed, and like I just didn't bring it with me. Fuck. So I just had this drone. It could record videos. It just couldn't fly. So you would have to hold it like this, you know. And, like, you had a nice little camera. King, a nice little gimbal right there. Yeah. <laughs> so we just like uh, we audibled the whole thing. That entire beach section was like we were planning on doing these cool like synchronized things with the green people, where like they would have been like spinning around me, and it was like with the drone and from stuff. overhead. Yeah. I mean, it worked out. I think Adam, like, this is, like, why he's so great to work with. Like, we still made that video look like it was intentional. Yeah, right. improvising. Um, which is really valuable to have, like, when it comes to video stuff. Um, but, yeah, that was definitely an, un an unfortunate moment. Um, yeah, we're shooting some more crazy ones coming up, so I might have some more info on that. We did just shoot one in January, and, or... Yeah, I guess it was the end, of, maybe early February, mid-February. That was like two weeks ago. I don't even know what day is what anymore. But it was cold as fuck. Let me me tell neither. You. Like, I'll it was tell like, you. Yeah. Bro, what? Are we running out of time? No, I was telling you to look at your phone. Look at my phone? Yeah. Where are we looking at my it's phone? It's already too late now. Now the fourth wall is broken. I was the asking him to give me your at so I could find it on the Oh. oh. Yeah. Haji Gaviota, right? Yeah. H-A-D-J-I-G-A-V-I-O-T-A. Do it one more time because then the people at home can know where it is. I got you. H A D J I G A V I O T A. T A. That's that right there. That's that heat. Sir. That's that plug right there. <laughs> trying to think. From those other videos, what was like the craziest moment? Um, I'm sure you've had a few that you just need to think. It was like, through. honestly, like shit has just always worked out. I don't want to jinx it. Like it's just been pretty like easy going. I feel like the last like seven of them like all those like purgatory ones were pretty easy to shoot like i didn't run into any issues off the top of my head um the catchy hands one took like a bunch of different days mm. but in terms of like things going wrong like everything everything worked out pretty much um shit well where are the concepts i i don't want to go to uh i don't want to go too into the mishaps because that's not where we're here we're celebrating <laughs> we're celebrating this or, joyous occasion of us getting together but like facts what um where do the concepts for the videos come from do you always theorize them first bring them to adam or like or some of them Adam's that's usually ideas? that's that's pretty much usually how it goes mm. i i mean for the ones that were adam's videos like yeah, I come with an idea first. I mean, a lot of times I have a song. Um, for me, like a lot of the songs that come out, they've already existed for a certain number of, of months, you know? And yeah. so I sit on a song for a minute and I listen to it a kajillion times because that's just what musicians, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like <laughs> you make music, you're going to listen to your own music a lot, yeah. like repeatedly. Um, and so when I'm in those kinds of bags, like I just get an idea. Mm. And I remember telling my mom, like we were in Paris in like December, 2019. And I was just like, yeah, I got this idea for a new song where like I'm gonna get chased in the woods with like a samurai sword. And she was just like, where do you come up with this shit? And I was like, I don't know. Like it just like I listen to the song enough times, I, I see something on TV, I I hear an idea, and then it just like starts. And then you kind of build that idea out. For me, like I don't come from a film background, although I'm like starting to gain one just from having to do so many videos and being yeah. on that side, right? That like I like I'll be like, okay, yo, Adam, like this is what I see in my head mm. how does this become like a physical like thing that yeah. we can do because he has the know-how to like map yeah, it out shot list yeah. and, and shit like and that. he'll know like what kind of camera he's gonna use yeah the tripods and the time of day for the lighting and mm. all that shit all that good shit damn i'm trying yeah. to be in a haji music video what's up i mean bro? man yo like it's um it's just tight with covid like you know you just be having the bare minimum of people at places but mm. i'm definitely gonna need some mob shit eventually yeah, I have I have a couple ideas for videos myself that I want to get you in on. So we're gonna have to talk about this in a, at a later date. Yeah, man. There's one in particular that I need I need a couple people for, and I definitely want you there since you're vaccinated now. You don't give a fuck. Hey, Not I'm, to say that lightly. I'm out here. But uh, yo, bro, it's all love out here. I'm excited to see whatever the next uh, song you do a video for is. Do you feel comfortable saying which one you're working on next, or do you want to keep that well, as a surprise? Thankfully, all my music that's out. It has visuals. I mean, I can't even think of a song that doesn't have visuals that I've put out. So it's all stuff yeah. that's finished. Yeah. Um. So I have an EP that's done musically. I mean, just like mixing, mastering shit, but it's musically done. And um, I'm waiting on some business stuff to figure out when I'm going to put it out. But it's ready to go. Like, I'm really just chilling. Um, I'm going to be in five music videos in March that I'm shooting. Jesus. Um, I have one on Saturday with She Loves Boone, mm. B-Pond, the man. 
Shout um, out, Mr. She Loves Boone. Yeah, that's the guy. We have a collab song that's coming out in March. So it'll be out this month. I heard and, it. And yeah, exactly. It might produce it, so I'll figure it yeah. um, But uh, yeah, so that's that'll be out. Um, I have a song with Jerome mm. with Low Effort that's coming out also this month that we're also shooting a video for mm. next weekend. And then I'm shooting a Haji video the weekend after that. Mm. And then I'm shooting two Haji videos the last weekend of March. Gee, but in the God. same day, like it'll, we're just using the same space for two videos, Jeez. and that'll be the entire EP. So I have one of the videos already shot, and then we're shooting three of them this month, and then I'm going to California in April. So I just wanted to get it all done. Yeah, wait, are you sh- wait, and are you shooting a video in California? Or no, 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 I'm just no. going for other stuff. But okay, okay, yeah, oh yeah, because by that time you're already gonna have all the visuals for the project. Yeah, I just want to be able, like Adam has to edit stuff, and like I'm sure that'll take yeah. some time and stuff. But like mm-hmm. I just want to be like able to like not be there, like and have it be finished you know so like my musical contributions are done for the project already mm. my visual contributions will be done mm. by like you know the end of march <laughs> and then whenever the timeline gets ready for me to go it'll be ready to go you know mm. also i have a video for a song that's coming out in april with this guy aaron's house that i'm excited about um, in april you said yeah uh, i don't know exactly when it's coming out but yeah. maybe april but the video's done too Ooh. we shot that uh <laughs> Two weeks ago, Ooh. yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of content coming out. There's a couple things coming out that don't have visuals too that are that I'm a part of as well as another feature in March. You see why I call this motherfucker hardworking? <laughs> he works. Yeah, man. It's I mean, to see what people push through with even during a whole pandemic. Yeah, man. The drive is just not over. You know. Yeah. Got to work around it. It just made me think differently about stuff. Um, it was actually like. It's not a good thing. I'll never call it a good thing, but <laughs> it did give me the space to like reflect a lot on yeah. what I was doing, what I could do better, what mm-hmm. is more effective and, and all that kind of stuff. So I, I, in a weird way, I'm thankful for the time. I'm not thankful for the disease, but mm-hmm. right. um, it, it did give me the space to figure some shit out and kind of like, you know, steer the direction in, in a more accurate way, I guess. <laughs> it's whack because like I've definitely lost two of my aunts to COVID That's as well, terrible, but man. like sorry about that no it's, it's okay bro and like it's something that i've already had to deal with but I, I was saying that because like i really am somebody who believes in the fact that like every cloud has a silver lining like yeah and the silver lining in this case in your case is like in our case really because I, I really relate to what you just said is the the pandemic kind of gave you this baseline it gave us this baseline of like what you know what's important what are we supposed to be doing right now what are we focusing on what yeah. should we focus on um and i feel like a, a lot of people who are fortunate enough to be in a situation where they weren't immediately in danger mm-hmm. could benefit from that type of perspective absolutely yeah and and that was definitely me so it was definitely a, a good uh, a good reflection time. But I've been saying, like, it's like I had so much, like, I had enough self-reflection done for, like, 10 years now. Jesus. I'm just trying to, like, not self-reflect for, like, a hot minute when the shit is over and just, like, be a complete mess. Mm. Not actually, but you know, like in theory. <laughs> I want I want to get I want to get silly all over again, but Please. I got to get through this this line of uh the, just this quick line of questioning before before, before I get silly. Um, all right. Last thing I wanted to touch on that was more serious, that was more based on on the musical stuff right now is yeah. um, emotionally, because I know us musicians are sensitive ass people. Yeah. How did it feel? And we've definitely talked about this before, but the first time you heard your music outside of the country, how oh, did yeah. that feel? <laughs> I mean, that was just a, that was a wild story. I mean, it was just so <laughs> like unexpected. Um, my mom had a business trip to Paris, or it wasn't a business trip. My my cousins were studying abroad in the Netherlands. They were going to go on vacation to Paris. My mom was like, yo, let's go visit them. Mm-hmm. So we went to Paris in like December 2019. My mom was like, oh, my firm's going to pay for this like fancy dinner. We're going to go to this fancy restaurant. So I went out with all of them, like my cousins, their mom, my mom. We were at this restaurant and they played the second sex. It was like another Queens artist that I've worked with before. And so I was like, I was just, I was like sending him a video. I was like, bro, this is crazy. They're playing you in Paris. Like, bro, I'm just out to dinner. Like, I don't have anything to do with this. I swear. Like, I mean, he's got like, he's, he's got shit going on. So it's not like the craziest thing in the world. They'd be playing him somewhere. But um, I just like immediately sent him a video. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Then me and my mom, the next night, we're going to go to this other restaurant. We walked in. It was crowded. We were like, nah, let's go to this place across the street. Mm. We walk into this place across the street. It's got like the same ownership and the same menu as the other restaurant we were at the night before, which is really interesting. And I sat down and they played another second sex song. And I was like, damn, these motherfuckers are like tapped in. Like, this is so interesting. And then I was like, because me and him have a song together. And that's the song that ended up being played. Like, 
Oh. I was like, yo, in the back of my head, I was like, what if they play Hemlock? That would be kind of cool. It's like not even in like my top 10 most popular songs on Spotify, but because like they were, these dudes were tapped in with the second sex, I was like, there is a chance like this is going to happen. And then it came on and I was like setting the video. I was like, yo, mom, like this is me. Like, I mean, she knew, but like, I was like, you know, and so we caught the moment. Like we told the waiter, mm. we were like, yo, like this is him they were like what do you, you know in french like well what do you mean this, this is him I was like no this is him like that's him <laughs> you know it was cool it was a really like surreal moment like i feel like everybody who does music like for the most part like is, it spends like even if it's just in their head like spends a lot of time trying to convince the people that they love that like mm -hmm. this is something that could be serious mm -hmm. that bought me so much fucking time oh my god <laughs> i can't even imagine like what like the crazy thing is that that made me what like point zero 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 six cents but mm -hmm. like that was the most valuable point zero 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 six cents of my life for sure. Because getting getting put on in front of your mom is like something crazy, bro. Like, yeah, I'm still waiting on that moment for me. Even though I have the validation of my peers, like I have, like, yeah, I have, I have moments, I have opportunities that I've been able to work with people that I've loved working with. Mm -hmm. I still want that moment of like being with my mom and then having one of my oh, songs yeah. play somewhere. It happened a lot earlier for me than I think I would expect it to happen. So, but it was definitely like a really cool moment of, and then my parents have been supportive the whole time. So. I didn't even need that or anything, but it was like, it was a very, very cool moment. I was, I was pretty happy. About it's it. great to give that as a gift to your parents. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> it's like, yo mom, I'm doing it. Yeah. No, it was <laughs> cool. It was really cool. It was a really cool moment. Jesus. All right. We're getting serious again. Um, we, <laughs> I don't cut stuff out, but what's the, uh, what are we talking? Can we talk about, uh, marijuanas? Are you comfortable talking about yeah, marijuana? I don't smoke anymore. If you that's, don't smoke? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, I just, I'm just in the process of renewing my med card right now. That's why I brought it Can up. Can you, is medical in New York? It is 100% legal in New York. Oh, is it really? Medically. Oh, cool. medically. Okay, medically. Okay, okay. They sell, they actually didn't even used to sell flour mm. until recently. And get this bullshit. They only sell flour that's ground up for you. Interesting. Yes, I don't get why that's, they can't that's sell the, the buds. Like they have to grind it for you. I'm like, what are you putting in this? Do they do it in front of you? No. Oh. It comes in a little pile and it's already ground up. I don't understand like the, the reasoning behind that rule. Well, in benefit for you, uh, <laughs> across the water, there's uh, recreational in Jersey. Oh, in Jer yeah, so you can just go pick so that up. So you can just up, go like. pick that up in Jersey? Uh, allegedly. We could allegedly pick it up. Let's, allegedly. let's choose our, our, our vocabulary well for this, this <laughs> Right, section. yes, allegedly. Yes. We, could, we, could, we could hypothetically pick it up. Hypothetically. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> we're, yeah. Fucking recreational dispensaries aren't going to be open until next year. 2022 really and yeah uh in boston in massachusetts when they legalized it recreationally mm -hmm. me and emily were like fuck let's go like i'll let's spend a weekend over there obviously we don't have to bring anything back i'm not trying to get uh, uh breaking bad uh audited yeah. or whatever <laughs> um but we tried to plan this trip and then to our avail there were no fucking dispensaries open we didn't actually end up going but like i was two seconds yeah, away yeah, from yeah. actually booking the shit damn um and then it took a whole year afterwards and i remember reading because these dispensaries the medical ones that already exist here and the ones that already exist in new jersey yeah they have a particular type of license it's the right. medical license in order for them to sell recreational bud they have to get a recreational oh, license when i went to chicago i, I went to the, my first dispensary ever and there was two lines one for medical one for recreational but then it was interesting because then if you did recreational you had to pay in cash but if you didn't medical, you could put it in cash or card. <laughs> that wasn't. The, imagine it's just not legal. They just have the recreational line. Do like and that was the weekend that it opened up too. It was All Star Weekend. Mm. It, they opened up. Like, well they opened timed. up to being recreational in Chicago. That was Dang. well timed. Yeah. I um I went to Colorado like right after they legalized it, and so yeah. like generally speaking is um like you know like federally because it's illegal they have to do business in cash. It was so scary to go into some of these dispensaries right. like. Before you got in, when you got in, it was like being in a candy store or whatever. Yeah, but like yeah. before you got in, shit was sus. Oh really? Shit was sus. Like you, like there's an armed guard strapped up. Some of some of these dispensaries got like dudes with like a pistol, tasers, like fucking uh, uh, handcuffs or whatever. Some of them, the dudes just standing there with the fucking AR-15. <laughs> Yo, bro, scary <laughs> as fuck. Colorado, Where, where's your ID? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> always the same thing. Where's your ID? And now, how long ago was that for you? Twenty fifth. 14, 15, 2015. Probably some dude, some old dude outside now just like asking you for ID now and that's it. Bro, probably yeah. it's probably soft as shit now yeah. you go over there. For me, like I've never been to a dispensary, but um, I went to Portland. I want to say it was 2016 mm -hmm. and I was still 20. Mm. So I wasn't 21 yet. Mm. And Ooh. I had to sit on the stoop 
with like my friend's like 14 year old brother, you know, because like we were both like not allowed in. God damn. Yeah. So it was like he was just telling me about like his high school problems and dramas and stuff. And my friends went inside and got to decide whatever they were going to buy. <laughs> Bro, I, Portland's wilding out now because of the. Um, did you hear that they legalized drugs in uh, kind of all drugs? Yeah. Like in, oh, that was Washington. In the widest spectrum of drugs. Washington State. Ooh. Yeah. I'm, I don't know my geography. That, that's like next door. But yeah. Yeah. Portland's in Oregon. Hmm. Washington State is like Seattle. Um, Washington State legalized it? It wasn't Oregon that legalized it? I thought it was Washington State. You might be right. They might have Let's both. See. It would not be that surprising if Portland did it. So Yeah, I mean, it's Portland. I love Portlandia. I'm going to be honest with you. I've never I seen love it. Portlandia. But I've been there. I've seen it like in person. It's cool. I fuck with Portland. It's a cool city. Yeah, it was Oregon. Oregon decriminalized. Oh, Oregon did drugs. too? Yeah. Whoa. Cool. I mean, that's been happening outside of the U.S. for a long time. Yeah. A lot of countries. Portugal, for example, is crazy. Like, you just walk around in Portugal. There's dudes like, yo, I got that coke. I got that coke. Yep. In, in Portuguese. And it's not legal there, right? No, it's legal. It's decriminalized or whatever. They don't give a fuck. I still, even if it's All decriminalized, drugs. I'm not going to the, the corner plug for cocaine. Well, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but it's decriminalized. And yeah. like, there's a lot of statistics on whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. I haven't dug all the way into it but um if some u.s states start doing that like they're not the first to do that so there is like a lot of like science behind it yeah. it's not like i don't know if you've ever seen the wire i just watched the wire so it's like there's a whole season where they flirt with like legalizing drugs mm. and um it's not like that it's like a little is it a little would you say it's I, I a little hopefully. more wild westy <laughs> it's no a it's more like, like just kind of like you know like they shift their focus into like more public health stuff so like mm -hmm. they they you know rather than focus on like throwing a dude in jail for, you know, possessing heroin. They're like, we're going to focus on, like, you know, clean needles centers, like needle yeah. exchange centers and, like, rehab centers and stuff. They started doing that uptown. There's, uh, by my co my cousins live, like, Washington Heights-ish area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's mad clinics. And I feel like that's probably a good thing. It's oh, yeah, yeah a good I thing, imagine. Yeah. Right? Um, I'm more excited about, and this is what we're going to end on. I'm more excited about the potential and psychedelic uh, drugs for, like, treatment of, of, uh, of, clinical depression and shit like that yeah PTSD yeah. and all that yeah. bro yeah because like i mean i i signed up for a few because like i i'm somebody who struggles with anxiety and depression pretty often not to end on a serious note but no, i real shit though yeah we all do and uh i'm not sponsored by better help or nothing like that but i am gonna end with the with the saying that I had Mark in here. I had Mr. Haji in here. I've revealed the secret identity. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Is, I, don't know, oh. I don't know if you knew this, but this is like about the fifth time that you've done this in this whole episode. I it's know. Cool. Everybody yeah. knows about, everybody knows about Look, check it out. I, I've, I've, been, I've, been, I've been revealing secrets since the fifth grade, bro. Whoa. I'm out here. I can't, I can't keep a secret. I can't, I can't tell a lie. I can't tell a lie. Johnny Appleseed ass motherfucker, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason, not the only reason, but the main reason I had Mark in here is because music like any other form of art is a way that you could fucking get those demons and exercise them bro yeah. you could exercise them with the power and the love of music yeah real shit yeah and that being said bro i want to thank you for coming mr mark Dude, thank you for having me man this is sick <laughs> this is amazing i wish i was able to brew coffee but you know what this is a revolving door <laughs> of fuckery it. we made it work we made it work is there like a little traveling set you have you could have done I, that here. yo I, I do have a traveling set but i, I thought too late Awesome. You know what I mean? I thought too late about it. Uh, this was going to be my last episode before a hiatus, mm -hmm. but since we're at the end of the uh, episode, I might as well say this now. I'm flirting with the idea of combining brands with my friend Milan. Shout out Milan, kid with the curly hey, hair on yes. Instagram. Um, he is restarting his coffee web series Ooh. pretty soon. Uh, we're starting to work on it again. He is going to start shooting video for me at our studio. Let's go! You know, so we'll start doing some video episodes. You can come back anytime, bro. You can come bro, on I mean, any episode. You know, I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be back, bro. I'll just be there half the time anyway. Like, bro, you could come on any, like, literally, you could be like, yo, are you shooting an episode this week? Can I come on? Oh, who, who is it? Oh, I like that person. Like, can I yeah, come yeah, on? Yeah, dude, I'm but so, I'm so down. I love on. being on podcasts. This is fun as fuck. So, and every <laughs> once in a while, I will come back to What the Fuck Media Studios. Shout out What the Fuck Media Studios. Yeah. Um, shout out Wheezy. Shout out Hedden. Shout out everybody here. <laughs> we Alex. live, baby. Angry Barista. Stay angry or not. So we see you again. See you again. Peace. Peace.